good morning. I'm a sower. I'm a farmer today. And I want to sow some seeds in this place. And the topic today is when you get the word, you get the bird. Everybody say, when I get the word, I get the bird. Do you have a handout this morning? Okay, just smile at the people at your left or right and they'll be happy to share a handout with you. When you get the word, you get the bird. And I want to let you read along and watch the TV monitor from our theme verse today, which is from Mark chapter 4. So let's all listen to the word of God right now. Did you get that? Wow. So we're talking in this series about growing spiritually mature. 
And last week, Pastor Red talked about some steps for spiritual maturity. Today, I want to talk to you about what happens when you are in a position to hear the Word of God. We read First First Peter chapter two, verse two. It says, "Crave." spiritual milk okay that's the word of god crave spiritual milk so that you can grow up as children of god as babies we have to eat the word of god and drink the milk of god's word so that we can grow up but i want to tell you there's something happening every single time you hear the word of god something that you don't see happening but it's happening behind the scenes and in this story there's the sower and he's the farmer or he's the preacher today i'm a sower maybe in when you attend your cell group the cell group leader is is the sower someone who brings god's word to your ears so you can hear it that's the 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 sower the the seed is the word of god and the soil the ground ang lupa doon sa story nito jesus is that it's, it's the, the condition of your heart when you hear the Word of God, okay? And today, your heart might be good soil. And yesterday, it might have been hard soil, yung matigas. And maybe next week, it would be thorny soil. So at any given time, at any given day when you're hearing the Word of God, your heart could be any of these four types of soil. Uh, the, the one was the hard, yung matigas, and that was a pathway na kung saan hardened yung soil. And the other one was the rocky soil, shallow, commitment-less. The other soil was thorny, ano siya, crowded masyado ang kanyang puso. Kaya hindi tumubo ang Word of God. And I want you to noticed kanina hinagis ako ng mga binhi anybody pick one up some of you it's interesting some of you picked it up let me see if you picked it up some of you did not some of you put it in your purse okay <laughs> but some of you picked up the seed that I threw and some of you just Watch it fall by the wayside. Wala lang. Nice seed. Maybe you're very observant. Maybe you saw what color, what shape. Maybe you even decided in your brain what kind of vegetable or what kind of uh, plant that would become. But you didn't grab it. You didn't pick it up. And I want you to know that every time this seed... Now, this is a physical seed, but there is a spiritual seed that's the Word of God. And every time the Word of God is thrown to you, there is a battle happening. Are you listening to me? There is a cosmic conflict that's going on. Because Satan, your enemy, is in control of this earth. He's in control of the world and he does not want you to get out of his control. He wants to keep you enslaved. He wants to keep you in his kingdom. But you need to realize that there's a conflict. Ephesians chapter 6 says, We do not 
fight against humans. We fight against spiritual. It says here in, in, in chapter uh, 6 that we fighting against evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world against the mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. You understand? You have an enemy. Now, before you were a Christian, bago ka naging Christiano, wala kang halos enemy because you're in Satan's kingdom. You understand? Before you became a Christian, you were just one of Satan's servants. Now, maybe you weren't proactively worshiping Satan. But if you were not on God's kingdom, whose kingdom are you on? You see, you're in Satan's kingdom. And so Satan doesn't attack his own. You understand? He, he doesn't need to attack you. You're already his. But the moment you became a Christian, the moment you started uh, receiving the word of God, you entered into a war zone. You entered into a lifestyle of conflict. And that's why many new Christians would tell me, Pastor Tim, nung hindi pa ako Christiano, okay naman ang buhay ko, masaya naman ako, mostly. Pero nung naging Christiano, parang dumami yung mga struggle ko. Dumami na yung pagsubok. Do you understand? Have you ever heard someone say that? It's true that your conflicts will increase when you become a Christian. I'm not going to tell you, you become a Christian and all your problems will go away. No, I would tell you, when you become a Christian, you entered a conflict zone. Because now, there will be attack to try to get you back into Satan's kingdom, to try to get you enslaved again. And so the devil has tricks and the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6 that we need to put on the full armor of God so that we can stand firm against the strategies of the devil. Habang nakikinig kayo sa akin ngayon, there's a strategy that Satan is doing so that your heart will become hardened to the seed and so that he can take away that seed from your heart so when you get the word the seed of God's word you get the bird and the bird in that story is Satan and Satan is here right now Satan is here right now don't you believe that and he wants to take away from your mind he wants to take away from your heart is Satan really here is Satan back there Satan is here and he wants, do you have a seed? I hope you have a seed. If you don't have a seed, you might be on his side. Do you have a seed? Satan is here and he wants to take that seed away from you. Oh, Satan, don't get my seed. Anybody have a seed? He's going to take it. There he goes. Allah, Allah, Jajanna. Delicado kayo. Allah, kukunin niya yung seed. Even while I'm preaching, your mind might be going somewhere. Your mind might be thinking about lunch. So the seed that I'm planting in your heart, nanakawan niya. Allah. 
Point number one is this, and you take note of this in your notes. The devil wants to take away your seed because... Okay, thank you, devil. In Jesus' name, get out. Allah, nagtapasi sa itin. Nagalit. The devil wants to take away your seed because the word of God can defeat him. Okay? Now listen, it's not Tim Warden that can defeat the devil. It's not San Fernando Christian community that defeats the devil. But the word of God that you're hearing right now, and faith comes by hearing the word of God. The word of God that you're hearing right now has the potential to stop his works. It has the potential for you to overcome. Imagine in, na ang word of God, kung nasa puso mo at nasa bibig mo, can wound Satan. It can hurt him. It can stop his strategies. Revelations 12 verse 11 says that we overcome Satan. How? By the blood of the Lamb, that's Jesus, and the word of our testimony. Satan hates you. Satan hates your marriage. Satan hates your children. Satan hates your prosperity. Satan hates your opportunity. Satan hates this church. Satan hates God. First John chapter 3, verse 8 says, The Son of God, thank God for His one and only Son. The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the evil one. So imagine, what would your life be like if Satan could not have power in your life? What would your marriage be like? What would your business be like? How would your studies be like if Satan's works would be overcome? If you could have a, what do you call those? Uh, ceasefire. <laughs> a mandatory ceasefire of Satan so that his evil darts could not injure you. That you could defeat him by the power of God's word. How about overcoming temptation by the power of God's word? Would you like to go for a whole week with no sin? Sarap nun, no? Would you like to go for a whole month with no sin? Would you like to overcome every trial by the power of God's word that comes into your heart and comes out of your mouth? Are you following me? The word of God is powerful. It says in 1 John 2, verse 14, listen to this. He says, I write to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. Wow, galing. Very clear. It says, I write to you, young men, because you're strong. Everybody say strong. And the word of God abides in you. Somehow, nakapasok. Sang puso mong yan, yung matigas na puso niya, somehow, praise God, nakapasok siya. And because the Word of God abides in you, maybe you heard it through a sermon, or maybe it took three or five sermons before tumubo sa heart mo, but the Word of God somehow got inside of you. The Word of God somehow is now abiding in you. You're familiar with it. You believe it. You're holding firm to that Word. You, you trust God. You trust His Word. You stand firm 
doon sa kanya mga promises. And because the word of God abides in you, you have overcome the evil one. Not because you're so strong, you're so so many years as a Christian. No, but because the word of God abides in you. The devil is stronger than me. But he is no match against the word of God that dwells in me richly. <laughs> he can defeat any of us. The devil can bully us. But not when the word of God is dwelling inside of you. When the word of God is so rich in your heart, he can't do anything. He will lose. Now, it's so important because we can defeat him with the word. And the second part of that is the word of God can empower you. Not only now will it destroy the works of the devil, the word of God can empower you to have fruit, success, Pag tumubo yung seed, tuloy-tuloy na yan eh. It can become more than it is. It can become so powerful. I have seen something this size even break concrete. Even push through concrete. <laughs> Imagine the power that can come out of this. Friends, do not underestimate the power of the preaching of God's word. And when you hear God's word, make sure that your heart is not hardened. Make sure nothing stops that word from penetrating to your very soul. Because that word will empower you, will bring fruit in your life, will bring success. <laughs> in your life in every way I'm not talking about just Christian flavors I'm talking about business marriage relationships decisions the word of God is so powerful 1 Peter 2 uh, 1 Peter 1 23 says we're born again by this incorruptible seed of God's word it's the seed of God's word that gives you life in the first place Next, it's the seed of God's Word that causes us to grow. God's Word, 1 Peter 2, 2. By that spiritual milk, you can grow. And it's the seed of God's Word that brings us fruit. Jesus said in John 15, read the whole chapter, John 15. If, I, if you abide in me and my Word, <laughs> my Word abides in you, you can ask whatever you want. So hello answered prayers. The Word of God gets in you. Start expecting answered prayers. Jesus said, if my Word abides in you, you can ask whatever you want, and it shall be granted to you. But the condition is that this seed of God's Word gets in you and dwells in you with abundance. Are you with me? The Word of God can defeat Satan. The Word of God can empower you. Mga kapatid, you need this seed. You need the Word of God. Okay? Hold firmly to the Word of life. Proverbs chapter 4 says, Never let it get away from you. Keep it in your heart. It will give you life and health to anyone who understands it. Guard your heart. 
Many people are having the word of God stolen from them na hindi nila alam. Week after week after week, nakikinig sa mga sermons, pero hindi nyo alam na your heart is not yet softened to the word. Kaya it's being stolen away na hindi mo alam. Now what if, Fred, someone was sending you a balik bayan package, balik bayan box with all the canned goods and damit and whatever na dyan sa every buwan-buwan nagpapadala sila galing sa abroad but you didn't know about it. They're sending you this package with all these benefits, all these foreign goods and every month they send you that but hindi nakakarating sa'yo because probably when they knock at the door yung delivery, you don't answer the door. And so these packages are being stolen by the delivery people because you didn't take it. You didn't claim it. Wouldn't that be, you know, sayang? Sayang talaga. Kung yung mga benefits ng Word of God, week after week after week, para sa'yo sana ito, but then you don't get it and someone steals it. Satan steals it away so that you won't have fruit in your life. You won't grow up to spiritual maturity. You could have grown a lot by now. Some of you, I don't know how many hundreds of sermons you heard. If you had been in this church, even just for two years, you have heard probably a hundred or close to a hundred sermons. Tama? 52 weeks. Maybe you came for a seminar or more. Maybe you skip a few weeks. Hopefully not. But imagine, even if you have been here just since... 2007 100 sermons how many year, how many sermons have you heard Mila you can't count how many hundreds of sermons you know what friends you could have grown a lot by now because the fruit has more seeds inside of it kung tumubo lang sana yung word of God in your heart you could have grown so much could have achieved so many miles and levels of spiritual maturity by now. Where are you in your spiritual maturity? 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, gives a word of advice. He says, So that Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. Okay? So we need to be familiar with the way kung paano siya kukunin yung seed. How does Satan usually steal the seed from us? Well, I'll give you three ways that the bird steals your seed. Before the preaching of God's Word or before you have a chance to hear, during the preaching, and after you just heard. So before, during, and after. Alam mo naman, before the sermon, before a cell group, you, you, masakit ng katawan, di ba? Predictably. It's predictable. Na before cell group time, masakit ang ulo. Ang dami mong dapat tapusin. Na, uh, before the sermon time, before preaching, or before the service on Sunday, you realize you have so many chores to do. You realize, walang magbabantay sa bahay. Or maybe someone invited you for the beach party, birthday, baptismal. Maybe someone uh, had other invitations. Kaya, there's a decision. There's a struggle. There's the bird. 
to make sure hindi makakarating dito sa Sunday morning. To make sure absent ka sa cell group. So that whatever word that was meant for you, whatever word that was so powerful and that you should not underestimate, para hindi at hindi papasok sa puso mo. It's like the bird steals the seed even before it hits the ground. Hinagis na yung seed, yung word of God is, this is for you. And the bird goes, I'll take that. Don't let that hit this person's heart. How many times, habang nagpe-prepare ako ng mga sermon, I say, wow, ang nasa isip ko is, this is, I know this is really going to bless this person or that family. I know this seed is really going to bring a life change. I hope they come on Sunday because I know this will bless them. I know this will be a good word for them. I know this can bring solutions sa problema that he's going through. I just hope they will show up on Sunday. I hope they'll be there. And then, I'm message. I prepared it for the whole week. I'm ready. And then on Sunday, wala sila. Absent. And I'm thinking, oh man, that bird stole the seed again. Yun nasa isip ko, sayang, stole the seed. You know what I mean. Whenever there's an opportunity to hear the word of God, there's a lot more opportunities not to. There's a lot of opportunities for the bird to steal that seed. And during the preaching, oh, during the preaching, this is, this is obvious because I'm standing here and I can see. I can see how people are easily distracted and how Satan could steal away the word, the very word that you need, in just a moment's time. May pumasok, may umalis, biglang may dumaan dyan. Hindi naman ganong ka-interesting yung ginagawa niya. Basta dumaan lang, mupo lang, pumasok ng late. And I can see some of the people in the congregation. Before na may pumasok na late, katulog. Biglang may dumating na late, wala lang. Pero yung interest nila, all of a sudden... Ganun sila, biglang naging interested sila dun sa dumating ng nasa isip ko is I'm here, I've got preaching and powerpoint and drama and all of this and I'm giving a message and I thought it was interesting what I'm preaching biglang may pumasok na wala lang just going to their seat and everybody's like oh wow ang ganda, ang ganda ng pan and you know what's happening why is that happening? Because Satan is your enemy and he's doing a work. It's a strategy to distract you from your attention to God's word. Are you following me? I want you to not be so ignorant of what's happening. Don't you see what's happening? Satan doesn't want you to get the word. He's going to steal it through distractions. Maybe distractions during the praise and worship palang. Or maybe distractions na init. Gutom na ako. Pagkatapos dito, ang dami kong gagawin. And kung ano nang papasok sa isip mo, so that Satan can steal that word or give me that word. He doesn't want that word. He doesn't want you to give your attention to the word. He doesn't want you to have a receptive and, and, and whole heart for the word of God. 
He might even cause you to disdain or feel bad against the preacher. Si pastor naman, sinasadya na yung tinamaan ako. You know, and, and, and to feel some kind of a barrier between you and me. Let me tell you something. There's no power in me, but you need me. I say that with all humility. You need a sower in your life. Because without a sower, you won't get a seed. And you might think, oh, I can read the Bible in my own. It doesn't work that way. All of us need a sower in our field. So you better, here's what you do. You better sit there and pray for me. You intercede. You say, God, give pastor a word for me. Protect that seed. Protect your sower. And don't live in ignorance. Don't be so easily bored. I mean, you say, I never preach more than one hour. Siguro pinakamatagal, one hour. But you never watched a movie less than an hour. Right? <laughs> Hello. And did you get so bored with your movie? But how about the Word of God? Why is it that you could easily get bored and natatagalan ka sa preaching, but not sa movie? I'm telling you, it's just because Satan is working a strategy in the background na hindi mo alam. How many of you had a movie that really changed your life? Bihira, siguro bihira. But how many of you had a word from God? that empowered you and gave you faith and gave you hope and changed your life and healed your marriage and caused you to forgive. Do you understand there's so much more power in God's Word that you're underestimating? And don't belittle the Word of God during the service. That's why I don't like there's babies crying or something or there's people going and coming and going and coming. Bababa, ihi, inom. I, I don't want that because we need to give total respect and total attention to God's Word because it is life and death. <laughs> A lot of stakes are so very high because somebody needs that Word and it's probably you. And after the service, oh, after you hear the Word of God, immediately, the Bible says, immediately the bird comes and steals it away. Right after the Word of God comes to your ears, lands on your hard heart, <laughs> right after the service, what happens? Rush away, you hear the sounds of the city, you see the sights of the world, and then, mamayang hapon, I'll ask you, what did you like best about the service today? Ay, kalimutan ko yung topic. You already forgot the message. Anyone pa yung handout sa chair? The worries about what will happen tomorrow. And what happens is two things. Either you forget the message or you fail to apply the message to your life. Either way, Satan stole your, your seed. Either way. Marami nagsabi sa akin, Pastor, pray for me. Pray mo ako. Ganito, ganyan, ganyan. Kung ano yung struggle niya sa buhay. And I'm thinking, man, 
Where, didn't you hear that last Sunday? I preached exactly about that. Y- yung solution na kailangan mo, that was the exact same that I, the same thing I preached. But did you forget it? Did you not apply it? Now you're asking the same prayer request. The say, oh, pastor, help. Can you advise me? I gave you a one-hour advice last Sunday. Did Satan steal your seed? you're not aware of it. Satan is stealing from us and bullying us and hindi nating alam. He's making a fool out of us sometimes. And it's time to change and not be unaware of his strategies. When the word of God comes, he wants to steal it. Prepare your heart for warfare. Prepare your heart to protect the seed. And here's some tips I want to share with you how to be sure or how to receive your seed. Okay? Because there's sometimes it'd be two people in the same service hearing the same word. One person gets blessed. One person grows spiritually. One person is, is, is excited. The other person is bored. Lalong lumalayo sa Dios, you know? And uh, the Bible says in James 1.21, humbly accept the word that God has planted. So first is do some soil preparation. Just like sa farming. Pag matigas ang lupa, anong ginagawa? They have to maguhukay sila or dudurugin na yung, yung matigas doon so that the seed can be receptive in that place. Are you following me? So we do the same thing spiritually. You have to prepare your heart. Prepare the soil of your heart so you can hold on to the Word. Para hindi ganun kadali na mawala sayo. You have to protect it. Now, how do, you hum- how do you prepare the soil? Humble down your heart. Humble your heart. Ask the Holy Spirit. Lord, give me ears to hear. Okay? When you come on the Sunday, tune your mind to the mind of Christ. Okay? Get your mind off of worldly things. I suggest don't read the newspaper Sunday morning. Don't watch TV so late Friday, uh, Saturday night and early Sunday morning. Tune your mind to the mind of Christ. Humble your heart. Ask the Holy Spirit for a word. Say, Holy Spirit, give me revelation. Switch on mo yung mga ilaw ng aking understanding. Okay, come early. Spend some time praying and, and preparing your heart, cleaning the, the sins and ask forgiveness for any sins that you had committed. Okay, I suggest come early. Bakit? Kasi when you come early, you can pray, you can meditate, you can intercede for the service. You can say, Lord, please bless the service today. I just pray that many people will come, many people will be blessed. Lord, I just intercede for pastor that the word will be uh, unhindered, walang hindrance. And you just intercede for the service. And when you do that, you're preparing the soil of your heart para ma-retain, para ma-keep mo yung seed na yan. Are you following me? Is that practical enough? You come early so that you can fellowship, get connected with people. Because it's very important when you connect with other people, it causes the, the young relationship bayan results in a more uh, at ease feeling. You're more comfortable. Did you notice that? Kaysa yung pasukan na hindi mo kilala yung mga katabi mo, parang awkward ka. You're a bit like this. Mostly I see that in the second service. People come in and their, their body language is a bit more closed, a bit more stiff. Because they come in 
just right before, a little bit late, and they're kind of awkward with people around. Di, di ganong ka buddy-buddy, you know, like how Mila does. Why is Mila like that? Probably because she comes early. Dumating ako dito 7 o'clock, and dyan na siya nagbe-breakfast. Ang maaga. Kaya very relaxed siya, kaya very soft yung heart niya for the Word of God. Hindi niyo ba alam na everything we do in this service, from the tent to the coffee shop there, to the gift shop, to the greeters and ushers, everything we do is purpose-driven. We do nothing here na wala lang. Everything is purpose-driven and it's all about softening the heart and preparing people to receive the Word of God and be tra transformed. So if you come early, you'll understand. Come hungry, friends. Be hungry. Listen proactively. Give God your attention. Uh, tithe. Now, this is interesting. Why, why would tithing make my heart ready to receive? Because Malachi says, when you bring a tithe, it's so that there will be meat in my house, says the Lord. Did you hear that before? When you tithe, it, brings, it, it says, so that there's meat in my house. So tithing connects you to the food. It's like when there's a Christmas exchange gift game. Have you ever played that game? Exchange gift? And yung iba nagdala ng gift. Yung iba hindi. Sinong entitled na maglaro doon? You made dala ng gift, right? So when you brought a gift, it somehow empowers you, it allows you, it releases you to lay claim to a gift there. Because you brought something, you get to take home something. So when you bring something to the house of God and you bring your tithe, it somehow releases you to take home something. And that's the word of God. Okay? Maybe you didn't think about that, but I, I felt that was a revelation I wanted to, to share. Tithing actually makes your heart softer for the word of God. Tithing helps you keep the word of God. The word of God is easier to be stolen from you. Come expecting, bring a Bible, a pen, a notebook, write it down, buy an MP3, whatever, come participating. Iba pa nagwo-worship ka muna bago preaching. Worshiping brings down the presence of God. The presence of God, the Spirit of God is like water to our souls. Have you ever heard of that? It's water. The water is one of the best ways to soften yung matigas na lupa, like that one. Matigas, you pour water on it, it will get soft. Well, when we worship, it's like the watering of our heart and it softens the heart so we can receive God's word. I wish I had more time. But come uh, ready to participate and verbally agree. You know, the problem with you guys here, dito sa first service, is masyadong tahimik kayo. Now, for me, it's, 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 not, it's not really a big deal. I'm going to preach. I know what to say. I know what I'm going to say. But for you, when you verbally agree with a word that is spoken, for example, I said something, a truth of God's word, at ikaw nag-response, Amen. Yes. Tama. Any kind of verbal consent, verbal agreement. What that does, when you do that, it confirms your ownership of that truth. Have you ever been talking to someone 
and maybe nagmamadalika and you want to make sure that they understood what you said and so you said you know and then and then and they're just standing there quiet and silent parang duh yung ganon iba yung pag nag yung response niya is aha uh mhm yeah oh okay got it nagsusulat pa di ba magaan magdownload pag yung kausap mo is verbally having any kind it doesn't matter what words basta anything I'm not religious about the word amen but anything uh -huh. yeah mm, got it yeah mm, yeah yeah you know what <laughs> first of all it, it encourages the one talking but more importantly it confirms you got it ownership inaari mo na yung seed of God's word Okay, I wish I had more time, but uh, <laughs> that's it. We just need to be responsive to God's word. And let's pray right now. Let's just pray. Father God, thank you for your word. Oh, we thank you that your word is living and active and powerful, sharper than a double-edged sword, that your word has life. Your word is spirit. Your word is is actually the very substance of our being. We are a spirit and your word is spirit. Your word is food for our spirit. Your word is nourishment. Your word is life-changing power. We thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that every time you sow the word in our hearts, we have opportunity to level up. We have opportunity to overcome the works of the devil. We have opportunity to bear fruit and enjoy success. Now, Father, help us to not be ignorant of the devil's schemes, his strategies to take away that word. Father, help us to keep it, hold firmly to it. Nasang tumubo sa aming puso, and it will bear sixty and even a hundred times the fruitfulness that you desire in our lives. Grow us through seed planting in our hearts and cause us to respect and honor and apply obediently your word in our everyday lives. In Jesus' name, amen. And now God bless you and bless his word that it will not be stolen from you today. You have a handout? with many scriptures printed there that these will multiply in your heart and bring you to greater fruitfulness.